Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Good morning, everybody out there. We are back again with In the Cup, brought to you by DrRoto.com. I'm Johnny Danger. With me, as always, Mr. Adam White. Football season is over. Baseball season is yet to begin, so you know what time it is. Golf time, buddy. What do we got this week? Hey, we're ramping up, man. One more week closer to the Masters. Um, we are at Riviera Country Club for the event that Mr. Tiger Woods hosts. He is in the field this week. We may talk about that. Uh, so Riviera is about a 7,300-yard par 71. We got three par fives this week. Big greens, tree-lined fairways, a lot of runoffs around the greens. So we'll talk about what stat categories that kind of leads to us looking at. Uh, pretty tricky POA greens. The rough isn't super thick. Um, there are going to be a lot of mid to longer irons into the greens by these guys. So um, this is not an overly difficult golf course relative to other courses on tour. It usually ends up around like 15th to 25th as far as most difficult for the year. Um, so we got a good, I, I love this event personally. I've done well on it in the past as far as predicting uh, players who play well and winners. Um, I just think it's a little easier to narrow down than it is on most weeks. We also have a 70 person field with a cut to either 50, at least 50 people or within 10 shots of the lead. So um, that's going to make it a little interesting as far as strategy goes, but we'll get to all that. Uh, I'm excited to kick it off, man. I absolutely love it. I say we just kick it off at Tiger Woods. Let's just talk about it. All right. This is his event. Um, he is 6,500 on DraftKings. Uh, every model I've looked at says big, fat, don't touch it, don't look at it, don't even consider it. What say you? My question is, what do the models know about Tiger Woods as he is currently constructed? Like his, his body's recovering month after month. Uh, last time we saw him was at the Hero World Challenge, I think, back in November. So, yeah, he made the cut last year. Um, do I expect him to contend? No, but he could certainly make the cut and, uh, you know, make some birdies and make some noise. So We need I cut makers, over, right? Huh? We need cut makers. We do need cut makers. And I've learned never to doubt that, man. You know, he can come out on one leg and probably uh, beat half the field. So we'll see. But I'm never going to doubt the guy. I'm not going to play him this week. I don't have the cojones to do so, but uh wouldn't shock <laughs> me at all if he came out and finished top 30 or something. Well, that sounds like a tipsy pick to me. So, you know, maybe I'll write it down in small letters at the bottom of my sheet here. We are pre-noon right now. You're already tipsy? Yeah, well, come on, man. I'm still I'm still hungover from Sunday, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to skip uh, over I'm that. sorry about your Niners. I'm sorry about right over that. We're just going to drink the coffee. By that, I mean I hope you feel the pain that I felt two weeks before. Mildly, mildly feel the pain. Uh, well, let's get back up to the top. All right, so we use different models. I like that about us. Um, and uh, mine says, Scotty Scheffler deserves every dollar of what you have to pay for him. His ceiling ranking to mine is 18% higher than the next closest player. Uh, we kind of said he was a lock last week. I ended up not playing him and winning our little contest because I saved some salary. Um, but is he a lock this week? It's it's so hard to use the word lock in golf, but he's the closest thing to a lock that we've seen since Tiger Woods in his heyday. Um, you know, it's like you see players that have these peaks like Ron did early in, early in the season last year. But Scotty has just sustained that level of golf for so long now. You can't help but say he's the clear-cut number one and, and pretty damn near a must-play, even though I would expect him this week to be close to 50% ownership. So... I don't think I'm going to be able to fade him this week. He's he's so consistent week to week, and it's just so likely he's going to end up in that um, in that winning lineup, that perfect lineup when you construct it at the end of the week that 
I can't, I can't get away from him. You know, he finished third last week, kind of stalled out on the greens on Saturday, um, missed a couple short ones on Sunday. Otherwise, he's right there with with Taylor and um, and Hoffman last week. So yeah, he's he's number one with the bullet for a reason. Sure. Now we we buried it a little bit, right? We we did some good picks last week. Uh, Siwoo Kim on my end um, did really well. Uh, you were telling me over and over again to play Thigala until I asked you straight up which one do I play, him or Anne. And then you told me Anne, but I think it was gamesmanship for our little league, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to quit listening to you on game day. Um, but uh, we missed on Taylor, and we really should have. We talked about it pre-show that uh, you know he had such a good history there that that we missed it. So um, we're going to have to find that this week, right? If we want Scheffler again, we got to find some good course value. We got to find some people down below. We'll get to that, I'm sure. So let's keep going. <clears throat> so my model says Scotty number one. Um, it likes Xander over Rory in dollar value. It likes Morikawa and Ludwig over Rory. What are you thinking the rest of the top five here? So outside of Scotty, which again, this week I'm treating him most as a must play. It's, it's Tiger's event. He's going to want to elevate his game that much more. Uh, the greens tend to lend themselves to some, you know, not always elite putters. Um, the greens are just a little bit tricky and Poe, I think it's harder to hold putts. So hitting it close to the hole like he does is going to be imperative, but Outside of Scotty, I can't play Rory only 300 bucks less. Maybe that makes him a good play because he's, you know, going to be so much lower owned. And Xander doesn't have particularly great course history here. Um, he's never top 10 here in the last five years. Um, so to me, up top, I'm going straight from Scotty to to uh, to I'm sorry, not Homa, but Victor Hovland. Um, Morikawa just hasn't shown me the form. This is a course that is going to demand a lot from you um, off the tee. He doesn't have the distance I'm looking for this week. And Hovland is that next guy up top. Shot, again, like I said, Xander doesn't have the course history. Morikawa, he's got the course history, but hasn't been playing very well of late. Um, I just think his game is sort of trending in the wrong direction over the last 18 months or so. So I'm avoiding him and going to Victor as my other guy up here in this kind of 10K, upper 9K range. I can get behind that. Um, he, he, looks, he looks pretty good in the model ranges the 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 guy that pops the most for me in the 9k and above is uh Ludwig Oberg. Um he's played pretty well this year. He's in good form and uh he's going to be pretty highly owned though, but you're getting was that $2300 discount if you start your build with him. I mean it looks pretty good to me to kind of plant my flag there and start start a build at 9200. Yeah, I can see why the models like him a lot, and I do too. I mean, I watched him in person last year at the Rocket Mortgage, and the guy's just a phenomenal ball striker, great athlete. Um, hard to fade him, but I am going to this week because he doesn't have any course history here. And this is a course not quite as heavily as Augusta, but similar to last week at Scottsdale, at TPC Scottsdale. You you need to have that course history to understand a little bit of the little nuances there understand what side of the hole the miss, miss on on your approach shots. Um, so I'm going away from Oberg because of his ownership really as much as anything. Um, I don't love doing this because he's made me want to vomit so many times in the past, but I'm kind of going to Cantlay here. <laughs> and then I'm actually going to uh, skipping over Spieth and Thomas and going right to Finau at 8,900. Tell me why that's going to burn me. Well, uh, I kind of dig it. I don't really like anyone in the 9k range um honestly it's kind of scheffler for me i was on ludwig till you just told me he's got no course history here i mean ugh, i don't like that um and then the next guy that pops up to me is tommy fleetwood 
Tommy Ladd, you know, the only knock I can say on him um, is he's not as long as you maybe would like. So the rough is pretty tricky. A lot of guys are going to miss fairways because they're a little bit narrower. Um, the average fairway width is like 33 yards. So you're going to have – and they're pretty undulating too. So it's tough to hit them. They're not going to be soft like last week um, in Scottsdale, which is odd to say. But I would I would say the knocks on him are not long enough off the tee. He's not a great short game player. Doesn't have the creativity in the short game around the greens. Um, as the leverage play, though, that dude could easily go out and hit 16 greens per round yeah. because the greens are larger. Hits a lot of fairways. Well, Fleet, a great Fleetwood for me play. is, um, you know, a, a cut maker here. He's got mm-hmm. a guy. He, he's a top 10 finish probable um, person. I've got him at 24% chance of uh, 10xing his salary, which is something that is our goal in golf. The big 10x is, is the minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he just sits there perfectly at 8,800. I, I am probably going to fade all of the nine K, uh, I might go Scheffler, start with a Tommy, start with a Tony, and then start digging a little deeper. Um, I don't know that I love the eight K range. We talked a little bit about it pre-show, um, trying to find some eight K range that wasn't high in salary and, and, or uh, not high in salary, uh, high in ownership. And the only ones that kind of dip low in ownership, I think, deserve to be dipped low in ownership. Jason Day, um, Fitzpatrick. I don't like any of these guys. I, I, I don't want Sam Burns. I don't want Wyndham Clark again. Um, I just don't like the AK range. So I think I can play uh, Scotty, and I can come down and play Fino, and I can still find my value in the 7K range. Do you have any gems in that 8K range that I'm dismissing unjustly? I do. Absolutely. I think my favorite play of the week is in the AK range. But first, I want to say, when we look at ownership, it's going to be on Burns. It's going to be on Thigala. Um, and Adam Scott is looking, we said, the second highest owned free show, right, of the entire week. Yep. Adam Scott, when he's that highly owned, I'm sorry, he's just an auto-fade for me. He's so he's so bulky with his putter. If he gets a little bit off in round one with his putter, he could easily eject, even as good of a ball striker as he is. So. My favorite play of the week is actually Cam Young. Um, I'm going to be placing an outright on him. He's at 8,500. He gives you, I mean, at least top five upside. He hasn't won yet, but I think anybody can look in that, look at that and say he's got winning upside. Um, Cam Young's my guy. He showed some good signs last week. He was struggling coming into the week and really trended in the right direction with a, with a top five there. So, or sorry, a top 10. So, Cam is my guy. Um, I think this is the week he gets it done, pounds it off the tee. When he gets in that rough, he can still hit, you know, mid to short irons into the greens. And he's got a pretty decent short game. So although he's not a great putter, I think he's going to create so many opportunities and just shred these par fives that Cam is my dude this week, 8,500. So if you're going to look to go Scheffler, Finau, Cam to start, I think that could leave you with some pretty nice bargain plays down below to round out your lineup. Well, what if I told you that you got the right name, but you got the wrong guy? What if I told you I like Cameron Davis better for 1300 cheaper? I mean, better outright raw points? Are you saying better? Better raw points. Yeah, I would disagree with that. Um, All right, I'm gonna, I got my pen up. I'm going to mark down Adam likes Young. I'm yeah, going to mark down Danger likes Davis. Mark it down. Mark it down. Now, with me saying that, it's not game day yet. So whatever I tell you tomorrow, <laughs> make sure you play the play I say not to. Play the opposite. That's what kept you from having like a huge it. week last week. Right? No, I love no. Cam. I think another guy you could look at, he's a little bit risky because he's not long off the tee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like Tom Cam, what he brings to the table as far as his approach game. 
around the greens. He's a phenomenal short game player. For as young as he is, he's sort of a short game savant, really. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got every shot you could want around the greens. So when he is missing the greens, if he happens to start missing some fairways off the tee and can't can't hit the uh, green on the approach, he can save himself with that short game. So right. I like that a lot. Um, I so mean, I, I I apologize. I said I didn't like any 8K plays, Adam. But uh, pre-show, I told you I had I had a flag to plant, and it was Tom. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I, I like to use, uh, among, among other things, the articles from the wonderful Alicia Hunt right here at drrota.com. Mm-hmm. Um, the golf data that um, uh, we have used. What's the name of that? Data golf. So, data golf. Golf data. Data golf. Uh, we like data golf. And I personally like Pater DFS, uh, my friends over there. And they have a leverage score. And I like to play, um, you know, their deep, deep leverage scores. Uh, the guy that stands out for me is Tom Kim. And there's one more guy in that next group. The number one leverage play of the week, according to the simulations, Ricky Fowler. We haven't said his name in a hot minute on this show. Why does Ricky Fowler pop off number one leverage play on the slate? Uh, honestly, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I'm, I'm guessing the data you're looking at or that's spitting that out is going back to last year when he had a great trend and was was um, was playing some really good golf leading up to his win at the Rocket Mortgage here in Detroit. But to be honest with you, I have no interest in Ricky. I don't care if he's 1% owned. I'm not playing him, especially with the guy that we talked about last week a little bit, $100 below him, or your boy Siwoo, $200 above him. I can't I can't play Ricky. I don't know why. He's got decent course history, but not a guy I'm looking at. It has to be because of the ownership of the guys around him and them looking at him as a great pivot play, but still can't do it. And I'm going to tell you something. We called it in the show last week, right? We have loved JT Poston for years on In the Cup. Uh, and uh, he got priced too high last week. They uh, they upped him way too much. Um, and they have brought him back down to reality. Uh, what, what was he at, like 8,500 last week? Uh, they've dropped him back down to 78. I really like JT Poston. 7,800. Outside of last week, his form has been really good. He's played some really good ball. Uh, he rates very highly in our uh, 10x, 11x, 12x um, category of salary. Uh, he's down around the 10% owned. Um, I like him a lot. I like JT Post. I'm going to go back to the Postman. Back to the Postman. So I am not on that this week. This is a week where potting doesn't seem to differentiate as much. You're not going to have guys that just totally output the field um, relative to the average. So Poston's not a guy that I want. He's not long off the tee. Um, I do think because of his depressed price, he's going to garner some ownership. Um, so I'm not going there. But I will tell you this. This is a week where I'd like to get a little risky. The guys that I love are guys that can just hit fairway after fairway, green after green, really get on a roll with their ball striking. And while he was injured, he's back sort of trending up in the right direction. I am in love with Willie Z this week. Will Z, the happy Gilmore caddy lookalike, uh, he is back. He's off a of back injury. Um, what happens when you can't make full swings? You practice your short game a lot. What do you need this week? You need a damn good short game. So I'm putting a lot of faith in Willie Z down there at 7.9, trying to get on him before the majority does. Um, so I love him as an ownership leverage play off of some of the guys that we've mentioned in that low 8K, upper 9K range. Um, so that's the dude I'm going with here at the top of the nines. You want to go down to the mid 7K? I'm sorry, top of the 7K range at 7.9. Yep. You want to go to the mid sevens? I sure do. You know I do. Uh, so tell, me, of, t- tell me what's wrong with Hideki. Honestly, I I don't want to say it's a letdown after he won the Masters a few years ago, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like he has the same ability to sort of get on that role. Like, Hideki was the guy we were just talking about with Willie Z. 
hole after hole, you'd watch him just hit it pin high within 10, 15 feet with iron shot after iron shot. And while he wasn't a great putter, he created so many more opportunities than other guys that if he just putted decent for a week, he'd be contending. Um, we haven't seen that out of him. So he's been okay off the tee, not, not like he once was, but he is getting older. Maybe he accomplished what he wanted to, bringing that major victory to Japan, to his home country, and just hasn't quite had the competitive fire that he had before that. Um, so it's hard to speculate and say for sure, but even looking at this event, like he finished ninth and fifth five years ago and four years ago, and then 84th, 39th, and 68th. Like he's just not, he's not trending in any way. He loved the course they were on last week, hold out some crazy long putts and chips and still couldn't finish top 20. So um, I don't have a great answer for you, but I know I'm not playing him. Fair enough. How about a hot name, which you know that I like, Eric Cole. Yeah, honestly, Eric Cole. He's been is, very consistent this year. He has been consistent. Now, he kind of burst onto the scene around this time or a little after last year. Went on a very consistent run. Uh, because of the course history being weighted so heavily this week, I'm not on him. He didn't play this event last year. Um, he wasn't high enough in the world rankings, wasn't putting up the – the top finishes just yet so he's not a guy that i'm looking at this week um although he wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if he if he played well i just have to plant my flag somewhere and in the 7k range it's willie z and that other guy who's a great ball striker in Corey connors coco yep i mean coco could be a guy who kind of treads water for a little while and then all of a sudden makes five birdies in a row because he's knocking it within you know five to ten feet every every hole so Coco's it the seems guy like to me that Corey Connors every year has like a three um, tournament, you know, um, set where he just kind of tears it up for three tournaments in a row. And uh, maybe this one is the one that starts it. It could be. His, his course history does scare me a little bit. Um, I'm going on, you know, ball striking prowess over course history with him in particular. And I, I do believe it's going to give us some leverage there. Uh, you like Cameron Davis. What in like your Cameron. model is pointing you to him? Although he has not had a good finish here. In um, it, it, can I be honest? Yeah, it it doesn't really point to him. That's his name. I just like I just like Cameron. So you know this. Um, it does fine actually. He's he's a, he's ranked pretty high up there in the uh, 10x salary uh, percentage, but that's because his salary is so low. Um, so um, you know he gets to you know 72 points, and we're happy with that. Mm -hmm. um, but 72 is not going to win it for us. So um, it's it, it, his his ownership is going to be too high. He's going to come in over 10 percent. Um, but his, um, you know, top five chance versus his salary is a, is a really nice payout. I just don't see it happening this week. So I was just, uh, you know, I like, I like guys named Cameron. It's just true. Yeah. You've got it. You've got a fetish. It's true. You've got a type. It's guys named Cam. Guy named Cam. True story. Um, no, uh, the last guys that pop in the model kind of in this range, um, Adam Hadwin, uh, shows a little love in the model, uh, very, very low ownership, um, uh, but not uh, a huge prediction of scoring for him. But uh, that's what happens when we get to the low end of the seven Ks. You got to kind of just take some upside. Um, Benny Ann is down here, which we were super high on last week. And uh, he was fine. He did fine. Not as good as Tigala, but I'll let that go at some point. Um, Chris Kirk uh, down here, you know, shows a little love in the models. This is where it gets a little weird. So I usually kind of skip this range and if i'm gonna go deep i find me a, a 6k uh a person that i can get the get through the cut yeah I, I want guys the cut is not as big of a concern this week you're gonna have at least you know five out of seven every seven guys making the cut this week so yeah. 
cut making is not it's going to be a very high six of six uh percentage week relative to normal with a full field so guys i'm looking at are guys that can get hot like guys that people might shy away from because they're a little volatile but i love seth straka this week as a guy who could pop um i only play about three lineups a week um playing the three max so i'm probably going to put him in at least one if i get a little tipsy tonight tomorrow morning maybe two um but yeah Sep i love and then emiliano griot's ball striking is just so good it's very hard to ignore doesn't have great course history although he finished 21st year a couple years ago uh Sep had a 15th that same year so these are guys that have shown the ability to give you the type of finish that you need for them to really pay off and put put your lineup over the top um down here at the bottom so those are the guys around that 7k mark and then i to be honest with you i like i like an old vet here i like harry english i like harris english um he really showed some things down down the stretch on the weekend last week. He kind of gets in this robotic mode, similar to what Deckybot used to do, where he's just fairway green, fairway green, like we talked about. That's the kind of player that you want here. And Harris, I think, is a guy that's showing some positive trends, has some good history in California. So English is a guy that uh, he's he's looking, especially with his ownership, like a guy that I'll be on this week. I like it. And then, uh, you know, I made a mistake after talking about him in the show the other week. And uh, I went away from Matt Kuchar when Matt Kuchar just put up points that would have taken me to a first place finish. Um, uh, he's still at 6,400. I feel like he's been there for all three tournaments we've talked about this year. 6,400. Um, he comes up okay in the model um, as as somebody to, you know, that could be played at 6,400. Um, I don't really like anyone else at all down here. Zero. I mean, if we're talking about guys that hit it long, his short game is not there, but guys that hit it long, have a good approach game, don't need to be a great putter at this course. You got to look at my old nemesis, Luke List. <laughs> um, I don't think I can stomach actually clicking uh, him into my lineup. I've been but, doing this show with you, what, four years now, Adam? Five, maybe, least. we've done this. And every time uh, you've picked List, he's gone terrible. Every time you've said fade him, he's been the top ten. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, there's some merit to Luke List here. All right, yeah. um, hits the ball a ton. He's got, he's got. Just do me a favor. Here. Tomorrow before lock, just screenshot me your three lineups, and if List isn't in one of them, I'm gonna play him. Why don't you just ask me? Is he in any of your lineups? I'm not gonna give away all my. Because you're a liar. You're a liar, Adam. You're a liar. You're a liar to cheat. Don't play Thagala. Play Benny out. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, look. We already talked about Tiger here in the mid-6Ks. Now, a guy who burned me last week and kept me with his three-hole ejection, double, bogey, double. Those three holes kept Kevin Yu from giving me 6-6 six six last week. I was yep. so close. I was riding high. Yep. I was in the in the winnings, winning thousands of dollars by the end of Friday. And then all of a sudden, he just absolutely ejects, leaves the leaves the atmosphere, the Earth's atmosphere, just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, However, <laughs> <laughs> don't do he it. He doesn't have any course history here. Don't do it. But he is sort of the prototype we're looking for. Decent short game, bombs the ball off the tee, can get really hot with his irons. If you're Adam, playing I don't Scotty, like, I don't like at all going back to a guy who bombed three, four holes in a row like that. And that's the way most people are going to think. So I think that can like make it. him a very good pivot play. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, who else are you playing down here? I'm not playing. Why not? Why not go back to Nick Taylor or Charlie Hope? They're both priced super, super cheap. Why not? Why not? They're they're hot. They finished the week strong. Why not think one of them could continue on? 
Nick Taylor's the party animal, you know. I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know that about him, but he's a Canadian, and they like to drink, and he won in yep. Vegas. Yep. I'm not going to play. It's very hard to get back up. It's almost like an NFL team that just played a huge division battle and, and beat their rival. Now they're going on the road yep. to play against a mediocre team who's hungry. You know, it, it's just a totally different course setup. The the traits of your game that, that led to those guys being up top last week aren't there this week. And Nick Taylor... That was a phenomenal putting performance. There's no way that duplicates. And he's not the kind of tee to green guy. He's not a, not a long player off the tee. Um, last week, it's, it's Taylor made for his game. And he just uh, doesn't have it this week. So I talked about the guys in the low 7Ks, upper 6s that I like. And if we're going value, I love list. And I can go back to Kevin Yu. He hurt me, but... He was 8K, you know, he was in the low sevens last week. There's some value there. He's 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 priced much higher on FanDuel as well at 8K. So I think relative to his betting odds, 6,300 is just too low. All right, fair enough. All right, let's go through a couple of things. Do you have your bets up? Do you know uh, who you're betting on? I can pull that up very quickly. Um, we already mentioned one that I'm definitely making a bet on. Um, I'm going to place an outright for sure. Probably going to place a top 10 as well on Cam Young. So as I scroll through the odds here, this is a riveting radio on Castillo. Yeah, Scotty at six and a half to one, man. That's that's just crazy odds. That's almost Tiger-esque. It really is. Yeah. So Cam Young, 35 to one um, outright, three to one top 10. I'm hitting both of those for sure. Um, other guys that sort of look like they could be a value in that same range. I do like Finau at 30 to one. Those are the two guys sort of towards the top of the board that I could see myself putting, putting some money on cam young for sure. There's no doubt about it. Um, as we kind of scroll down again, I like guys that can pop. I think Sepp Straka, I'm not betting him to win, but I love him at top 10, six to one. Like it. Try and give you one value. And man, it's not quite enough. I wanted to go Harry English top 10, but six and a half to one. If I'm betting Sepp at six to one, Harry, uh, yeah. Let's get crazy. Let's go Harry English 16 to one uh, for a top five. So I like it. All right, I've written them all down. Yeah. And of course, Tiger to to win 130 to one. Put a buck on it. Put a buck on it. (laughs) I like it. Well, uh, no stupider than the 10 to 14 leg parlays I put out on, uh, for the Super Bowl. So. Uh, I'm definitely putting out some six to 10 person parlays on top 30s and top 40s. Like that's, that's right. happening. 9K that's and up range, Adam, plant a flag. I'm going Scotty Scheffler and going to be super, super boring. I mean, Scheffler, you, can, you can't hate on planting the flag there. Uh, this week, coming off of a pretty lackluster performance, at Pebble and then withdrawing last week. I am hoping that depresses the ownership on Victor Hovland. His improved short game, the guy can get on a roll ball striking wise and his putting is getting a lot better. I love Hovland this week at 10K. All right, 8K range, plant your flag. You know I'm going Tom Kim at 8,100. You already know, it's Cam Young this week. And give me that ultra, ultra value play, sir. What you got for me? Can I do it? Can I even say it? Let's go, Luke List. Let's oh, I knew you were going to do it. 
Let's forgive and forget. He's, he's going to do it this week. He's going to make me look good. Finally, after all these years and all these picks and after all the pain and agony. All these pick. years. After he's all these gonna years. Do it. After he flared one out right and almost hit me with his tee, tee shot on number 12 at uh, Detroit Golf Club. Luke, I forgive oh. you. Let's do it, buddy. Totally Let's rude. Totally rude, sir. Um, I am going to go uh, right back to a, uh, a podcast favorite over the years. Emiliano Grillo. At 6,900. He has been a podcast fave, man. I remember watching him at the U.S. Open in like 2017 at Oakmont when DJ won. And I was looking at him going, man, that swing has helped me win several dollars. I just feel dollars. like, you know, he's not he's not a PGA winner. Okay, He's not a guy out here that's going to compete top five week after week. But sometimes he does, right? Sometimes he's up there. But I feel like every time we find a course that fits for him, he just, just strokes it and finishes top 20. And um, so I'm going to, I'm just going to ride him into a top 20 finish and he's going to round out my nice six of six through the cut this week. And I, and I'm, I'm going with him. Yeah. If you like guys that have high upside, um, that's the thing with him is I've played him so many times where he makes me happy, but also there's times where he just ejects middle of the second round and you're like, dude, you were three shots within the cut line. And now you're all of a sudden just no chance with nine holes to go. Yeah. Like what happened? We got this. But, this week, though. We got this. But hey, this is this is it's a week you can get a little risky. 50 out of 70 at least making the cut. Probably more like 55 to 60 out of 70. Come on. Let's get a little risky. Let's get crazy. I love it, my friend. We will see you on the other side. Adam White, thanks for joining us. I'm Johnny Danger for DrRoto.com. Make sure you check out the article by Alicia Hunt that she puts out every week. We've got our expert picks, and we've got all kinds of stuff that's not just football all coming up here. Lou Landers has got his baseball stuff out. You've got to get over to the site and check us out. We're here all year round for you. Adam, may the screens be green, my friend. Let's hope. Let's, Let's hope. Do it. Be good, buddy. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.